All right, we are started recording. That was loud. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome to the Built for the Outdoors podcast. My name's Nick. And I'm Jimmy. Thank you for joining us again this week. Sorry, the uploads have been a little bit irregular, having a bunch of technical difficulties. Otherwise, we would have these out a little bit more regular. But uh, we need to get you or somebody to make us in a little intro song, an outro song. Yes, for I the agree. podcast. I was, I was actually listening to last week's episode, and I thought that same thing. Yeah, we definitely need something. Yeah, but we've been having all kinds of technical difficulties. I can't get the phone to plug in to work on this mixer here. My other microphone just completely crapped out. <laughs> it's just been a whole hollow blue, so... I got another mic coming tomorrow, so after today we should be good. I know your head was about to explode last night. I was ready to throw this out the window. <laughs> I know it would have pissed me off. Yeah. The stuff like that does. Well, I think we got a halfway decent topic for today. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We're going to kind of go over some of our favorite all-time <laughs> hunts. doesn't necessarily have to be success- or anything like that, but just some of your favorite hunts that you've been on. That sounds good because I, I was thinking of one on my way here actually. Yeah, but, you've been uh, you've been planning I've for been, it. I've been trying, yeah. <laughs> yes. Tried to come prepared with a little bit of notes in my head. Yeah. Yeah, that's always a good thing. So, what you got since you've been thinking? <laughs> okay. Okay, so the one on my way over here that popped into my head. You gotta look at the microphone while you're talking. You can't look. Sorry, I have that problem. I look all over the place, and I'm. Well, when you have your own, when you have your own microphone (laughs) now, you'll actually be able to like, you know, kind of look. Yeah, move around a little bit. Away, and you, the new one will have another boom arm like (laughs) this. I'm thinking about taking that room, taking the bed out of that room, putting up like a little table, whole recording studio. Yeah, then it'll be a little quieter in there yeah. and everything. I, I was go. telling someone that same thing. I said, hey, when we start doing this, like, big time, <laughs> big time doesn't <laughs> like, mean anything big, time. big but, we're like. On, we're on episode six. <laughs> yes. I said, when, when we, like, when Hunter gets back and we're consistently got it, you know, mapped out, I was like, we got to come up with a little spot where I can have, like, an office of sorts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, somewhere where you could shut yourself in, edit video. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, where the outside world doesn't exist for a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, and I gotta do something in here. Like, like I said, since you know I'm kind of central hunter, I don't know where if he's gonna be staying down at your mom's, what's gonna be going on. But I, no idea. I figured this is kind of like a good central area for everybody. Yeah, so I can do something. Small enough for three people. Yeah. Have a little setup in there where I don't have to move stuff. I don't have to put this boom arm onto my chair because <laughs> it won't connect to the way this table is. Yeah. So I won't have the neighbor's fake dogs looking at me like I did last <laughs> week. Yeah. And, you know, it'll be a little <laughs> bit more soundproof so we won't hear big trucks going up the road. Yeah. Yeah. Clock ticking because this <laughs> microphone picks up everything. <laughs> That is crazy. Nick rubbed his fingers together, and I was like, "Holy cow!" Yeah, this is a 
It's the Audio Technica, so it's a pretty good mic. It screams, that's for sure. Yeah. All right. Anyways, right. <laughs> anyways. Favorite so I was I was thinking on my way over here, and I was like, man, like, what are some hunts that stick out to me? And the first thing that popped into my brain was I was a little kid, and I was hunting with my dad, and it was probably my second year deer hunting, um, and we decided we were going to sit close to the road with our backs to this road. Because we knew there were a ton of hunters on the opposite side of the road, so they get to shoot and you get to move and deer around. Yeah, classic game land scenario. Yes. (laughs) So we're hoping those deer are going to come across the road into this super thick stuff. We're sitting there and... Hold on real quick. This is the middle of the story. You see how many robins are outside my window right now? Yes. That is wild. (laughs) Springtime. There's like 30 of them out there right now. (laughs) I just happened to look out the corner of my eye and I just see... Robin. Oh, there's even you can if you could see more around this corner, they're just chilling out there. <laughs> this must be a good stop on their migration back yeah. north. Yeah, you're gonna, they're gonna be in for a surprise tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, night. when it's freezing cold, you get all that rain and snow. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Back yeah. To your yeah story. Anyways, <laughs> hunting on the game. Lands. Yeah, hunting on the game lives with hoping the deer are gonna cross the road behind us. So I'm, I'm hunting with an old, you know, lever action 30-30, open sights. And as a kid, this happened more often, but I'm not going to lie. I get my best naps in the woods. <laughs> All right. So my dad and I are sitting next to each other on the same tree. And I fall asleep. I'm just, I was probably asleep for a good hour and a half. <laughs> I was sleeping, sleeping. And I felt like a tap on my leg. My dad. Try not to bump the table too much. Or... My dad whispered real quiet. He said, Jim, Jim. And I was like. I can hear that whisper really well. <laughs> Good. We're going to have to get more of these microphones. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Once we get going more, we're going to have to get more of these. That's nice. Um, so I feel him tap my leg, hear him whisper my name, and of course, I was sleeping good. So I snapped my head awake. Turn my head towards him and I'm facing him. And I look back to my left just looking around because I was so dazed. I could have touched this deer <laughs> like this. Just with not even my arm fully stretched out. Sniffing me. Yeah. It was sniffing me. Oh, I've never had that. <laughs> it was wild. And then it took off. And then three more came from right behind us. And then uh, typical me, I missed one and... <laughs> <laughs> went on about my day <laughs> through your whole hunting career the back of your shirt's pretty much gone yes i've i don't know i've i've had some bad luck just gotta get you more practice you just gotta be a little bit more comfortable yep yep with something in the crosshairs yeah <laughs> yeah not just a bead on the end of my gun with a little bunny yeah, bunny rabbits does not necessarily condition you for <laughs> aiming at, uh, you know, 120-pound deer. Yeah, no, not at all. I think the turkeys will definitely help. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I was mean, talking to my grandpa, uh, what day is today? Wednesday. I was talking to him Monday night, and he said the pond behind his house back there, he said the geese were going crazy. At the pond, and he said the turkeys were going nuts too. Oh no way! Goblin, goblin, oh. yeah. 
He said the hens were going nuts, the gobblers were going nuts. <laughs> Man. I uh I was hoping I was up nice and early yesterday morning. Because it was so nice. Mm-hmm. And I was just hoping I could, just hoping I'd hear it. <laughs> I think right now you'd have to get something to get them to yeah, gobble. Like but, they're, gobble. but they're definitely getting, you know, getting closer getting to one up to a do little it. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so close. So that was all for that story? That's, that's all I got for that one. I was just thinking about it on the way over here. And I was like, that is probably one of the craziest things I've had happen to me. Yeah, that's <laughs> definitely pretty crazy. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, I've never had anything like that. Um, I mean, mine, probably one of my favorite hunts, has got to be the first buck that I killed. That thing's nice. First Nicest buck I ever killed. <laughs> so, you know, now my bar is like super <laughs> duper high. Yes. <laughs> for no other reason than just, <laughs> I killed a 130-inch deer as my first buck. Mm-hmm. When I was, let's see, that was 2012. So a little over nine years ago when I killed that first buck. So that's, I mean, it just makes it, makes it hard to look at anything and be like, oh, that's. Everything's small after that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everything's small. (laughs) I remember it was opening day of rifle season. And, you know, I'm, I'm down with my pap. My dad, you know, kind of took, we went out hunting once, but the majority of the time hunting was with my grandpa when I was younger. And went out with him, opened the morning, got up in our double ladder stand. And back air looked completely different than it does now. That pipeline wasn't back air. Okay. So it was just, is someone calling Nah, it's my dad. Oh. <laughs> Probably calling to ask me about the deer I hit this morning. Oh, but uh, it was all open hardwoods, you know, real pretty in there. But that ladder stand, I don't know if you saw where it was at. Across it from was, where we sat a little no, bit? No, 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 that's that's my pap's ladder stand. Oh, okay. So where we were looking for your blood trail for your doe, oh, okay. probably 20 yards up above that. Okay. And maybe 10 yards off the edge of that pipeline. On that flat? Uh, well, it's fairly steep right I there. I I saw it or not. You, it was dark. You wouldn't be able to see it. It sat, sits back in the woods probably 10 okay. yards from gotcha. where we were at. But uh, this it's in the same spot that it was, but that was all open woods, you know. And it was it was fairly early. I want to say probably around 8 o'clock, maybe a little bit earlier than that. But uh, we're sitting there, you know, I'm looking around. I'm holding my little single shot 243 of the break action. Mm-hmm. And my pap's got his rifle too, but he doesn't. He he was there with me for you, yeah. You know, so and we're sitting there, and I can't remember who spotted it, spotted him, but so we're sitting in the tree stand. So right now, it's looking directly onto the pipeline. Okay. So it's it's like perpendicular to the pipeline. Okay. You know, so we're sitting there and look up up into our left is we just see brown moving through the woods you know and there wasn't any snow on it was really actually really nice that day it was sunny mm-hmm. and uh look up through the woods and i see bodies coming you know and i can hear that spring i just felt oh. that spring i can hear that spring all right i'll get off track 
<laughs> uh, but see bodies coming through the woods and see legs and you're like, man, that's a lot of deer, you know. And I think there ended up being eight deer, four bucks in their group. Oh my gosh. Four does. And so the first buck, I want to say it was a small buck, maybe an eight point. And I want to say there was a spike in there too. And then a couple eight points and then the buck I shot. And, you know, obviously the buck you sh- buck I shot, you pick them out in that group of four and you're like, obviously that Ooh, one, right? Yeah, yeah. You know. And as a kid, that's hard. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have been ready to shoot any one of those when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. So then I'm, you know, I, real quiet, get the gun up. It's probably 40, maybe 50 yards to where these deer are at, you know, so they're close. Mm-hmm. And you can almost see the whites of their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> For shooting a rifle, yeah. they're close. Yeah. So I get the gun ready, and my pap still tells me about that. He said, he said, you put that gun up. He said, I could feel the whole the whole tree shaking. <laughs> I said, do you blame me? <laughs> he said, no, this is pretty much as big as anything I've ever killed, so I'd be shaking too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so then I pull the tray. You know, I get lined up. You know, I'm looking down the scope, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to shoot him. And whispering, you know, he's like, whenever you're ready. So I touch off. And even now, like loud bangs and stuff, my eyes just close. Mm-hmm. So I don't see, I see deer run off. And there were so many in there and they all were just kind of scattered, kind of in the general direction they came back from. Uh-huh. And they were behind a couple like bushes. Like, you could see, like, from about six inches below their belly up. Okay. So, I shoot, and I see all these deer go running off. So, you know, it's like 40, 50 yards away. Figure if you hit it. Even a 243, that's going to drop it mm-hmm. if you hit it right. So, we're kind of looking. My papa has binoculars looking up there. He's like, I don't see any blood or anything like that. So I'm like, I can't believe I missed it, <laughs> you know, because I've been practicing, yeah, getting ready to go on my first rifle hunt, you know. So I'm, I'm down, down. I'm, I feel bad, you yeah. know. And I'm sitting there, you know. I'm I like, know that feeling. <laughs> and my pops like, well, we go up there and look for blood, you know. So, we get down, and we knew the bush that they were behind, like the area they were at. And walk up, and he's laying right behind that bush. Oh, man. Just dropped right in his tracks. (laughs) And after we thought we missed, we sat there for probably two hours. Okay. Waiting for more, you know? Yeah. So this deer was laying there for two hours after I shot it. It was a perfect shot. Do a double lung. Yeah. Just dropped him. Man, that's awesome. What a relief. (laughs) Because I know that whole time you're sitting there, that's all you can think about. Yeah, I'm like, how did I miss? <laughs> yeah. I'm like he's forty yards away. Yep. But yeah, that was uh, that was the best feeling. And then we kind then we get them all, get them gutted and stuff. My pap helped me gut it and everything like that, and drag them over. Their neighbors got old logging roads that come down to the back area and up on top of the hill. So we drag them up to the top of the hill, mm-hmm. and it's me and my pap. You know, I'm twelve and he's. At this time, late 60s. Okay. So, you know, neither one of us should be really dragging, dragging the deer. Dragging the deer, yeah. 
And this is a big deer, too. You know, he was probably four or five-year-old deer, which is old for around here. Mm-hmm. You know, that's an ancient deer yeah. for these parts. And big boy, I'd say 160, 170 pounds. And we're dragging him up there. We get him to Log Road. The neighbor brings his tractor down, and we bring him up top. And mom and dad come down with the pickup truck, and we're taking pictures. Let him in the truck. <laughs> take him down to my paps. Get him hung up to... You know, skin them and get ready to butcher them. Well, we were leaving them hang because it was cold then. Yeah. And, you know, take pictures down my paps and get it strung up, get it caped out, and right to the taxidermist. <laughs> I can't wait to one day take a deer to a taxidermist. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, that was probably, that's probably my favorite hunt. I can see why. Because it'll, it'll be hard to top. That's this area. It's hard to top something like that. Keep your hands off the table. Oh, you're bumping. So hard. You're bumping the mic. I'm, I'm sorry. This is an ASMR. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, we're not doing it. <laughs> I can't stand that stuff. <laughs> no, it, it hurts. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then my first turkey. I remember that one last last, 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 year. last year. You know. Caught it right off the roof. That bird, that bird takes two, three steps and he's done. I, I was getting Snapchats from Nick of the turkeys gobbling on the roost, and he was just talking about being ready. And then he'd send me some videos of him calling. And then it started getting lighter, and I didn't get any more videos. And I pull into the parking lot at work <laughs> and get a FaceTime video, which I I knew instantly what happened. Well, you had to been you weren't even at work yet because no, was like, it was it was before I I was driving to work I think yeah it was like <laughs> it was early it was like six something in the morning yeah I think I was driving to now work. that bird I got down by your place that you were at you just got into yeah, work yeah yeah I just went in because that was like seven thirty ish something like that yeah anyway, the first one you were happy the second one you were <laughs> I was jealous were, of the second one <laughs> at my house. Well, that was after I called that bird in for you. Yeah, yeah. I had an opportunity. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I think that, uh, like, my deer hunting stories are mostly misses, <laughs> honestly. But um, another one that really sticks out to me. As you were talking about yours, it reminded me of one of mine that if I... If you get a little closer to this, you don't have to yell, then we don't hear the echo off the window. <laughs> you can hear the echo off the window. That's crazy. Yeah. So I said we need to get into that room. <laughs> um, Whenever you want to help me take a bed apart. <laughs> okay. I can do that. <laughs> we can get a little table to put in there. Um, but yeah, yours reminded me of, of this one. I wasn't even thinking about this. It was like It was probably my second buck I killed. Um, I was still young. My first one was a spike. So, you know, anything's an improvement from a spike when you're a kid. And that was the first As one. As it should be. Yes. That should be, that should be a kid's first buck. Yeah. Is a spike or a four point. It you gives know, you something to look forward to. Yeah. Not that big honking thing that's in there. Yeah, now you got to go somewhere to top it. Hopefully I can get it here. Grow, grow it here. Yeah. I got the discs that go in the back of the quad there you go. yesterday to put put food plots in. There you so go. Hopefully we'll be getting some videos of that. I finally got my turkey calls. 
Nice. Yeah. Yep. You've been practicing. A little bit. Nothing too crazy. Yeah. Um, Got to get better, Adam. I know. Oh, I know. I'm going to grab mine. <laughs> um, but the, the story that George reminded me of was uh, I was sitting, and my dad came to me, and he was like, he, he was close to me. We could see each other, but he came over to me. He's like, hey, you want to go do some walking around? I said, sure. So we go out to this right away on the game lands. And we w- we're walking down the side of the right away, And we're almost to the bottom of this thing. We were going to cut back into the, this thick woods that's there and set up for mm-hmm. the rest of the day. And as we're about halfway down, or no, we're past halfway. We're probably three quarters of the way down. And down in the bottom, two deer step out on the opposite side that we were on. So we stopped, and they didn't see us. They were just feeding. Yeah. And I pull the gun up. I'm looking through the scope. I put my bi- put it on my bipod, and I'm looking. And there's a spike and a five point. I was like, oh, man, it's so big, you know, in my head. I thought it was huge. Uh-huh. <laughs> and my dad's like, you sure you want to shoot this thing here? Because it's a hell of a drag back to the truck. <laughs> All, I think I remember your dad telling me about yes, that one time. All uphill. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, man, it's huge. What do you mean? So long story short, I shoot it. <laughs> it runs off into the woods. We go in. He's I'm still learning, so he's helping me gut it, teaching me. And um, we get done, and he helps me drag it out of the woods back out onto the right-of-way. Because it right. ran into the woods. And he just looks up the hill. He says, <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take all our stuff back to the truck. I'll see you in a little bit. <laughs> so he takes my gun, he takes my heavy jacket, which was his recommendation, because he has obviously been where I was in that moment. His recommendation was take off your big jacket. <laughs> yeah. So I did. He said, I'll see you in a little bit. He left and I looked at that deer and I said, Alright, I'm gonna do this. So I started dragging it. And I mean, I got probably 50 yards and I was already beat. It was, it, I mean, the right away is probably, I don't know, 150, 200 yards long. Mm-hmm. And I, I get halfway and I took a long break. And I was like, man, he should be back by now to help me. You know what I mean? That and wasn't his plan. No, it was not. It was not his plan. I know that now. Um, so I keep going. I keep going. Finally, I get to the top. He's still nowhere in sight. So I'm like, what in the world? And at the top, it finally goes to flat. Not downhill, flat. And I had to sit down. And I laid my head. I laid my head back. I laid on the deer. Looking for my, waiting for my dad. Yeah. And he finally shows up. And I was beat. I mean, I was exhausted as can be. And he said, did you learn any lessons today? (laughs) Yes, sir, I did. I'm never shooting a deer down there again unless it's freaking giant. And I mean actually giant. <laughs> and uh, that that was my lesson learned for sure. Don't shoot a deer at the bottom of a steep hill unless it's massive. <laughs> not a fill my tag deer, not a not a definitely not a doe. Mm. That one sounds a little beat. I'm trying to do it quiet because I know it's it's loud. <laughs> it's, 
that turkey's in y'all's living room. <laughs> right in your car with you. Yeah. Yeah, that was a pretty good story. You have any hunts that taught you a uh, a lesson or anything like that? A lesson? Hmm. That really sticks with you. I know that hunt up at camp last year with the bow taught me that I need to shoot my bow more. Just just not, you know, I don't know how to put it into words. But anticipate deer's movement when you're going to shoot. Not crazy amount, but anticipate it some. Mm-hmm. I probably was holding way too tight to the deer's shoulder when I shot, and that's why it went into the deer's shoulder, you yeah. know. And if you can help it, don't stop the deer. Because I stopped it, and his head just immediately went right to Right it. at you. Yeah. And, you know, I'm on the ground popping out behind a tree, mm-hmm. you know. And the deer was completely relaxed, eating acorns and everything else on the ground. And I all of a sudden go, Rah. and if you're going to do it, maybe do like a, like a squirrel yeah. or something. Something that's not like. I'm really right low. here. Yeah. <laughs> something to just kind of get them to quit moving and look somewhere, but not directly at you. Yeah. Other than, other than that, I mean, really. Not not a whole lot. Just different hunts. Just, you know, you got to shoot your weapon. Yeah. I've been learning that a whole lot lately. Yeah. And we went out to Kansas pheasant hunting. If you're going to hunt for pheasants on a cornfield, put blockers on the end. <laughs> oh, yeah. They probably just take off. Out they there. run. Oh, man. <laughs> they run until they're about 70, 80 yards in front of you. And then they fly. Mm-mm. Yeah. And if you're going to hunt quail, put an improved cylinder choke into your gun, <laughs> not a modified. They're fast, huh? And yeah. Especially <laughs> when you get 25 mile an hour behind, wind behind oh, them. Oh, boy. Yeah. They just cruise. And they're small. That's another thing. If you hit them, the dogs aren't used to it. Yeah. They're not used to smelling quail. And I don't think they just, I don't think they just don't smell as much as pheasant do. And it's so hard for him to find. Yeah. Yeah. So you need to see where it goes pretty much if you can. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And get good hunting boots if you're going to do that out there. <laughs> Feet hurting? No, because I actually got good hunting boots. <laughs> <laughs> good. Did Not everybody like, in your crew have good hunting boots? Yeah. Nobody had any problem. <laughs> like walking out there, you're not, it's not super cold. It's not. Like you're going on any rocky, so you don't need like big bulky boots that have a bunch of support or anything like that. Mm. You need ones that are comfortable for walking long distances. I gotcha. Yeah. Almost more like hiking type boots. Yeah, hiking type boots. The ones I got, I think they have 300 grains of tensile so you put wool socks on with them, your feet aren't going to get cold. Plus you're walking the whole time. Yeah. And that's always my problem, like deer hunting and stuff, is my feet just get so cold. Your feet get cold and everything gets cold, head to toe, just yeah. at the snap of a finger. That's why those heated socks I got are nice. Yeah, that see, that's important. That's important. I don't need heated anything else. Everything <laughs> else is fine, as long as I got gloves on. And my heated socks, 
I'm fine. It's just when my toes start hurting from being so cold. Yeah. That's when it becomes a problem. I can't stand wearing gloves. I really cannot stand when I have to wear gloves when I'm hunting. But Saturday when I was out rabbit hunting with my dad. You needed gloves. Oh, my gosh. I bought a pair at Rural King that day on my lunch break. And um, I left them in the car. Biggest mistake of my life. <laughs> Biggest mistake of my life. I killed her. I'll let you put these headphones on so you can hear what you sound like in here. Probably scream into the rooftops. Well, I can hear you echoing off of the window. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, you can't hear me echoing. No. But you can hear me just fine. Yeah. Yep. So, you, you just need to close your distance to the microphone and just not talk as loud. Don't worry. This is the first time with the new <laughs> mic, so... Man, you'll... did you bump that? Yeah, actually. That is crazy. <laughs> I wish y'all could hear this. This they is will. neat. They oh, will yeah. Duh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the whole reason we're recording this is so you can hear it. <laughs> Uh, okay. Like I said, once we get a better microphone, we'll be able to, you'll have your own, I'll have my own, and you put it up to your face, and you can talk quiet, I'll be able to hear you, we can plug another set of headphones in, you'll be able to hear me, and hear yourself. Yes. But how about you for lessons for hunting? Lessons for hunting. That you've learned um, on like one specific hunt that you're like, man, after this I'll never forget that. Uh, be patient. Um, I can't even say that's from one specific hunt. Let me think. Um, when I missed that seven point this year with the bow, with the bow, um, I, I just needed to take time. That one really stuck with me on being patient well you got your bow together late and, yeah you know it was almost the rut when you finally got the bow yeah and so you just needed another you know all of this, this spring summer, summer stuff, yeah. early fall of just shooting that bow shooting that bow shooting that bow shooting that bow yeah. and just getting comfortable that that's my plan for this whole year i'm gonna shoot my bow as much as i can leading up to the season i'm gonna pattern my shotgun for turkey just in case yeah. Um. And so, any rifle that I might be hunting with, yeah, I'm just get comfortable. Just get comfortable with your equipment. Yep. That's when I was a is. kid, I'd go shoot with my dad all the time. Yeah. Which I definitely had more success when I was younger, and it's for that reason I put yeah. in the work to become. Yeah. Even like shooting a twenty-two or yep. something small like that, just getting reps in, looking down, breathing. Squeezing on your breath out, like yep, when you're yep. at the bottom of your breath, it's just all that stuff, you know. Yep. And then you know it's like shooting your bow, and you get that repetition, you get that repetition, and then all of a sudden you don't think about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's second. Nature. Like when when the animal walks out in front of you, it's just like you're looking at that target. Yeah. And you just go, you know, when you pull your bow back, you're like anchor, you know, eyes through the peep. Yep. And on the target and squeeze through, and that's it. Mm-hmm. I I do it too. I don't shoot enough. The rifle, okay. Um, you know, I'm comfortable enough with the rifle that yeah. I don't really have to. But every year I go and five six rounds out of each gun mm-hmm. just to make sure that it's hitting where it's supposed to. Or like this last year, finding bullets. Yeah. You yeah. know, I finding bullets. 
you could just forget about finding the same kind of bullet that you had before. Yep. Just finding bullets. <laughs> Honestly, I had that problem this year. The thirty out six. The thirty out six. Don't worry, I'll get Jimmy trained on the microphone here. <laughs> yeah, so. I'm gonna learn. Just scoot yourself a little closer. Everybody, get I ready for loud noises. I keep bumping the table. That's what I'm scared of. Um, but with the thirty out six, talk quiet. With the thirty out six, I had uh, n- like nine bullets. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> I had I had ten for that six five three hundred that you shot mm-hmm. that you wasted two of my bullets with. <laughs> <laughs> and those those are impossible to, to find. Yeah, hard to find. They were impossible before the pandemic and the bullet shortage and everything. Yes, it's well, like seventy dollars a box for those. That's that's like my actual deer hunting rifle, my two fifty Savage. Yeah, is I I haven't been able to find them since I got the gun. Like it's just we and when I do two seventy, two fifty. No, we need to get you. Oh, a I need to get a two seventy. Yeah. I would like to go up a little bit. I'm happy with the 30 out six, so. Man, 30 out six is more than fine for here. Yeah. You know, if we start going west, rifle hunting, you're gonna have to get something that shoots a little bit flatter. Yeah, for sure. Like like a 270. A 270 is perfect. Yeah. You know, it's good for around here and it's good for out west because you can shoot four or five hundred yards and not have that much drop. Yeah. Yep. That's my problem with the 30 out six too. I shoot heavy shells. Which what great in one eighty? I think it's one eighty. It might be a little heavier than one eighty, actually. Okay. See my my two seventy, it likes one fifty. That's what that gun shoots. Well, that's what I shoot in my two fifty Savage. Yeah. So, and that six five three hundred, it likes one twenty seven. Right? Okay. So they're <laughs> little. Yeah. They're yeah. light. You know, but they zip, and I can drive tacks with it. Yeah. I can do. Sub minute of angle at 100 yards if I'm on a sandbag. Shoot four shots. They're all inside an inch. That's pretty so, good. That's yeah. pretty solid. Um, do about 10 more minutes or so. Okay. I want to tell them about my hunt on Saturday with my Ooh. freezing fingers. Yeah. Yeah, you better tell them about the frostbite hunt. It, it, was, it was rough. <laughs> um, the sun was shining, and it was nice when the sun was shining. Um but I went out Saturday after work with my dad. You don't have to yell. I can hear you through I'm here. Still remember. yelling. Jeez. Yeah, I can still hear you. I can. Jeesh. Um, but I went out with him, and he went out before I got off. Yeah. So he said, "We'll go to the last place you jumped that rabbit the week before." So I said, "All right." So I pulled in front of him, parked next to him, and he wasn't in the car waiting. So I figured he was out there. So I went out there. And first I call over the hill. There was another right away there. And I call over and it sounded like he yelled back to me up the hill. Yeah. So I started going in to right where I jumped that rabbit last week. And then all of a sudden the dog starts barking and she's the complete opposite direction. So where he yelled from sounded like it was to my left. Mm-hmm. But they were actually to my right okay. going down the right away that way. So I don't know if there's some kind of echo off of something when my dad yelled that made it sound like they were there because had i known they were there i'd have moved closer to them as i went in Mm -hmm. where i went yeah but i hear the dog start barking which is you know she's on something and um i got set up in a spot where i thought something a rabbit would come running through and then all of a sudden i see my dad come walking up right away and he says hey jim it was a pheasant you want to go get it well shit 
let's go get it. You know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> so obviously, <laughs> yeah. What kind of question is that? <laughs> so, so, um, we go. He saw where it landed. It landed in like a briar patch that ran the whole length of this field. Yeah. And he said it landed about halfway through the briar patch. So we go. He goes on one side of it. I go on the other, and we send the dog in. Well, he was a little farther away. I was right on the briar patch. Yeah. And I heard a yip from the dog, and I told him, get ready. And she comes out. She's barking right in front of my feet. I'm like, well, nothing came running out. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. And then she figured it out, worked back in, and just kept on working through the thicket. And then I I heard the wings, you know, coming up out of there. Yeah, the unmistakable sound of a feather. I wasn't sure if he could hear it, so I yelled to him. Yeah. And yelled bird. Then it came flying out, and we shot almost simultaneously, but I hit it, and it fell, went and made sure it was dead, let the dog come over and mess with it a little bit, and it was wild. Like it, It's been probably two years since I've shot a pheasant, yeah. and it gave me that perfect flying across your body shot, you know what yeah. I mean? The, the one we all dream of, <laughs> only like 10 yards away, too. Um, but yeah, so... Um, we got the bird, we took some pictures, um, and then just kept on moving the opposite direction of where we originally intended to go, and yeah. on the complete opposite side of the road, because it looked good for bunnies there, too. So, we go in, and the dog gets on a bunny herself. We didn't jump it. And um, that bunny took off, and then I saw it come out. Mm-hmm. around and it kept on going farther away into the thicket of course and my dad was set up up above me and the rabbit came around probably three or four times with neither of us seeing it and my hands were freezing already and then all of a sudden he shoots it well the dog's still going and normally she'll finish out the trail come to the dead rabbit and that's the end yeah, of it yeah well she didn't and it just kept going around and around. And I, I told my dad, and we were standing there BSing, just not caring. And I said, it's got to be another rabbit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And sure enough, we, we decided to make a move because it came close to us multiple times while we were standing there talking. We mm-hmm. could tell by where the dog came through, yeah. where we probably should have seen it, honestly. Um. But then it stopped coming as close whenever it would make circles. It came This rabbit came around probably 15 times. I don't know if we were oh, yeah. close to where it would hold up or It could what, be very well be. But it just kept on coming. Yeah. So we decided to make a move, and he went into the thicket a little bit, and I went back down into the field along the edge. And then the dog comes running out across the field into the briar patch where we just shot that pheasant from. Yeah. And at this point... I, I told you guys I left my gloves in the car. It I che- had to check my phone. It dropped down. It said it's like 27, felt like 15 or something like that. Yeah, because it was windy. Yes. The wind was howling. And it felt like it was 15 on my fingers. <laughs> I had to keep putting the butt of my gun on the ground and put my hands in my pockets to warm up. Yeah. I saw this bunny probably 10 times. And every time I saw it, my hands were in my pockets and my gun was on the ground. <laughs> um, but eventually it came running up behind us and I told my dad, I yelled up to him, behind us, behind us. And um, sure enough, it came in behind us. Um, I missed it. Finally got my gun up to get a shot off. 
It was late though. It mm-hmm. came through slow. Yeah. And w- the dog was way behind. I wasn't prepared at all. So as it was sitting out in front of me at like 15 yards, I tried to bring my gun up and get it to my shoulder. And as yeah. soon as I got it to my shoulder, it saw me and took off. Mm. You know. Um, but I tried to squeeze one off, anyways, because I've got them like that before as yeah. they're making that first jump away. Yeah. But it went straight to my dad. He got it. And honestly, this probably stands out as one of my favorite hunts for the reason and the way we got that bird. Yeah. You know what I mean? Seeing it uh-huh. take off, she ran it, took off. He saw where it went, and he's he tells me stories all the time about one of his old dogs calling them off of rabbits, go killing a pheasant, coming back and killing the same rabbit. Oh, yeah. And that yeah. that's the type of thing it reminded me of, even though we weren't on a rabbit. It was just real neat to yeah. be able to do that. Well, I think we'll get ready to wrap her up here. It's getting low on batteries, so we'll get ready to wrap her up here. Jimmy, you got anything to say? I'll do the I'll do the social media just okay. and tell everybody where to go. Um, well, we appreciate you guys for listening to us talk. Um, lessons from today. The only lessons you're ever going to get from me probably is don't shoot at the bottom of a right away, <laughs> unless it's a big deer. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, I do appreciate you guys for listening. Um, and allowing us a place to listen to our BS ourselves. Um, and yeah. Yeah. Well, like Jimmy said, thank you guys for listening. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at built for the outdoors. It's all one word, the letter four or yeah, the letter four. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> the number four YouTube. Uh, the easiest way is to go to our Instagram and click on the link there. Um, it's built for the outdoors. It's all one word, the same as our Instagram with the number four. Uh, you can find our social channels on our our personal channels on the Instagram. We're tagged in there. Uh, if you go to the Instagram page, I have it set up now, so you can email us from the Instagram page. Uh, uh, the email address will be in the description of this episode as well. That's, I think that's about it for plugging stuff. Leave us a review. Leave us, yes. Leave us a review. Uh, write us a review. Leave us five stars. Uh, it helps more people to see this. And uh, so we can keep growing this stuff. Uh, we like doing this. So uh, with that, I got an applause button on here. Oh, there we go. So Take let's us out. celebrate with our new microphone and finally growing up as a podcast. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. As always, stay built for the outdoors.